Hey, thanks for listening. Keep up with our latest shows, articles, and more when you download the WOVU app. That's WOVU 95.9 FM. And make sure to keep up with the station where our voices are united. Stand up. Issues out of black and white. Let's concentrate on right and wrong. And now, our voices today. Hello and welcome to Our Voices Today on WOVU 95.9 FM. This is Burton Bell Car Community Radio streaming live from WOVU. Dot org and the WOVU mobile app. Call us on the WOVU talkback line, 216-200-7848, 216-200-7848. Remember, you can leave a voice message or send a text, and especially that's what we want you to do today um, as we talk with three uh, very distinguished guests uh, here with us talking about um, safety in Cleveland and uh, the upcoming police recruitment um, uh, period, right? So they are looking for uh, great individuals to uh, join the law enforcement of the city of Cleveland. So we will uh, hear from those voices in just a moment. But yes, so uh, if you have any comments or questions, you can send me a text to the talkback line, 216-200-7848. So uh, with that, let's just go ahead and dive into our conversation. Our topic for today, again, is uh, safety in the city of Cleveland and the police recruitment. How do we get new officers? What is that process? And, you know, who are great candidates to, um, you know, protect the citizens of Cleveland? So uh, with us today, uh, we have the uh, distinct pleasure of having with us, uh, let's see, police chief, uh, sorry, excuse me, chief of police, Calvin Williams is here with us uh, at WOVU. Good morning, uh, Chief Williams. Good morning. Absolutely. Also with us is uh, Safety Director Carrie Howard. Uh, welcome to Our Voices today. Thank you for having me. Good morning, Cleveland. Absolutely. And also with us is Detective Felton Collier. Uh, welcome to WOVU and Our Voices today. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So um, as we, um, you know, come off off the heels, you know, last week we uh, had our fourth conversation, community conversation um, around the consent decree. The topic was civilian complaints and uh, the organizations that have been formed to address those complaints and kind of um, 
you know, hold, uh, you know, in, in partnership, hold accountable, you know, the division of police to what the consent decree um, is directing. So uh, wonderful uh, information and conversation and comments from panelists and conversation on WOVU. Um, so part of that conversation, too, though, is um, the police officers. So Chief Williams, um, talk to us about, you know, the upcoming police recruitment period and um, why we should be paying attention to this and who 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 is the division of police looking for? Well, again, all great questions. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Uh, the recruitment period has already started. We're okay. taking applications now. Uh, you can actually go online, uh, governmentjobs.com uh, slash career slash Cleveland, and you can apply to be a police officer. Uh, right now, we're looking for folks that really want to serve the Cleveland community. Uh, we're looking for folks from the community. Uh, whether you grew up here, moved away, uh, we want you to come back. Uh, because we're at a point now in law enforcement where we need that community uh, aspect uh, now more than ever for policing. And in this city, uh, the people that have lived here for a while uh, i think they have a better perspective on what it takes to do things here in the city of cleveland and get it done and, and to mm -hmm. deal with the challenges that we have so we're looking for young educated motivated uh community minded folks uh who have that passion and that empathy for making their community better and so are we looking specifically for residents of Cleveland to um, apply for the position? Or is that, you know, a, a factor? No, a, a resident of Cleveland, being a resident is not a requirement. Uh, but we are definitely looking for folks that live here. Uh, again, folks that used to live here, uh, that grew up here, uh, moved away, uh, maybe moved back to town here recently and are looking for a great career. Uh, but we're really looking for people that have that urban experience, mm -hmm. uh, people that have dealt with, worked in, uh, volunteered in, you know, grew up with that urban experience that know the challenges of an urban environment. Yeah, ch challenges of an urban environment, uh, I would say also, I would agree with you, of course, Steve Williams, <laughs> that okay. that is um, important. Um, how important is it also, though, um, having that urban experience to have diversity uh, in the police force? Well, diversity is vitally important. Uh, you know, no organization thrives unless you have a diverse culture within that organization because different viewpoints are what make an organization, uh, what make it, uh, what makes it work, uh, what makes it progress uh, because not one specific group or race or ethnicity or, you know, sexual orientation uh, really has all the answers. So you need that diversity to make sure your organization grows. Absolutely. Um, and so uh, if I am, what are the, the qualifications? You may have said this before, and uh, I'm really excited to have you here. So forgive me if I have you repeating things, but it bears repeating because this is important information. How old do you have to be? You know, what is the process? What does that entail? Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of the, the, the basics. And then uh, Detective Collier, who is our recruitment specialist, you can get more into detail. Uh, but you have to be 21 years of age. Mm -hmm. You can't be older than 39 and a half uh, when you actually um, are about to enter the police academy. 
and uh, you basically have to have a you know a somewhat clean criminal history. You can't have felony convictions, things like that, uh, certain uh, misdemeanor convictions. Uh, but basically, you know, we want folks that you know everybody gets into trouble here and there. We understand that. Uh, but to become a police officer in the laws of the state of Ohio, you know, you definitely can't have that felony conviction. But I'll let Detective Collier expand on that. Yeah, Detective, go ahead. So, like the chief said, um, <clears throat> some of the minimum requirements, you know, you have to be 21 years of age, and like I said, no older than 39 and a half in the first day of academy. Um, you also must have a valid driver's license by the first day of the academy. So, you don't need a valid driver's license at the time of application, but at least by the first day of the academy. Uh, we know some people have some driving things that they have to get taken care of and get cleaned up. So, you have to have all that stuff taken care of by the first day of the academy. Um, also, like I said, uh, felony convictions are disqualified. Certain misdemeanors um, are also disqualifiers, um, depending on what they are. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, um, from there, then it's, um, you have to have a, at least a high school diploma mm -hmm. or a, a GED. Um, those are our minimum qualifications as well. And then from there, it's, uh, you have to be able to obviously pass a background check um, and okay. the drug test as well. All right. So, I mean, that kind of leaves the field pretty wide open uh, for a lot of different people to be able to apply to be a police officer uh, with the Cleveland Division of Police. Uh, with us today on Our Voices Today is Chief of Police Calvin Williams, Safety Director Carrie D. Howard, and Detective Felton Collier. With that, we're going to take a break. You are listening to Our Voices Today on WOVU 95.9 FM. I am T.C. Lewis. We will be right back. Uh, and remember, if you have any questions, you can send me a text, and I'll read it over the air, 216-200-7848, 216-200-7848. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Our Voices Today on WOVU 95.9 FM. Today, our discussion is centering around uh, new police officers. The Cleveland Division of Police, uh, the Cleveland Department of Safety is looking for new police recruits. And uh, so that is what we are talking about. We're talking about how, what does it take to uh, join the, the police force, why you should do it. And, you know, how does this really make an impact on policing in our community of Cleveland? Um, so remember, the qualifications are, well, actually, I'll go ahead and reintroduce our guest. Uh, Safety Director Carrie D. Howard is with us. Chief of Police Calvin Williams also here with us. And Detective 
Felton Collier uh, is here explaining this whole recruitment process for us. So remember, uh, Chief Williams said uh, you must be 21 years old um, and have a driver's license, a minimum of a high school diploma or GED. Uh, you can't be older than 29, 39 and a half and have no felonies and um, a couple of other tricky charges. Uh, you have to go through a background check, a drug test, but also, you know, there's that exam. Uh, sometimes this part of applying for a job can be uh, really scary for some people. Um, so, Detective Collier, what is the exam all about? Uh, what was your experience with with the police exam? Exam that we take is a today is a different test than I took when I got on uh, 14 years ago. Today we use the uh, uh, NTN, which is the National Testing Network. Um, they it's a third party vendor for the city of Cleveland. They do our testing for us, and that test is a three part test. Um, it has a uh, reading and writing comprehension parts on it, and then it has a video section on it. So there's three parts of the test. Um, each part of the test you have to pass individually. So it is not a uh, average of the three scores. Each one is an individual section. Uh, for the reading and writing parts, they have to have at least a 70% to pass. And on the video portion, you must have a 62.5% to pass that part of the test. Uh, the video portion is probably the biggest part that we try to explain to people. Um, basically, what happens is they show you a video clip, and then they act, give you four choices to pick from and ask you what you believe is the best thing to do in that situation. And one of the things we try to explain to people is that this is an entry-level test, so it's, you're not required to have any knowledge of being a patrol officer. So you're not answering this question as what you think a police officer would do or what you've seen a police officer do or what you've had any of your police officer friends tell you they would do. It's based on what you believe is the right thing to do in that situation. So that's really the biggest part and key part to pass in that particular part of this test. Mm. Does that trip a lot of people up? You're putting a lot of emphasis on that. It does. That that part of the test, you know, that is part. If, if we have people fail the test, it's normally the video portion. Most people can pass the uh, reading and writing parts with no problem. It's normally the video. So that's why we try to make sure we tell people that don't go into it uh, trying to answer these questions as if you're a police officer. Gotcha. Uh, so joining us, uh, jo chiming into the conversation, is our general manager, Jay Williams. Hello, Jay. Hello. This is big to have the chief in the building of WOVU? Yeah. I mean, this, this is huge. This is enormous. And the people in the audience need to know. I mean, this is a down-to-earth guy, first and foremost. Let me, let me just keep that 100. Um, but to have him here sounding the alarm <laughs> to uh, ask you in the audience to do something that we always complain about. Exactly. We complain, and here's an opportunity for us to have a, a, a wonderful, I mean, nobody's going to flip cartwheels for you, but my God, uh, we have three distinguished gentlemen, all African Americans, in the studios of WOVU, and the opportunity is to recruit you. Nah, 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 you've been in trouble. Okay, but we're talking about you. You that has been contemplating all of your days. Chief, how long you been on the force? Uh, 35 years. 35 <laughs> years. Detective, how long you been on? 14 years. 14, wait. So 
obviously, no matter what we see on the outside, because we can always paint a picture. Like you say, Garden Valley, don't come to WOVU. Just Garden Valley, right? But it's really, it's, it's totally different. No glass broke. Nothing is going, you know, torn up over here. But to have you here, I had to come in and just say, I am just blown out the water. I hear you on the consent uh, decree panels. I, I hear how you stand up for justice, not just us, justice, how you look out for all of your police officers. You're not getting on there and sugarcoating. Uh, they be trying to push you in a corner and you be kind and humble enough to let us know that you're looking for people in the community. Now that you're here, yes, now sir. that you in down the way, TC, he's down the way. The chief is down the way. Yes. You here and we want our audience to respond to the clarion call and become a police officer. Take yes. the test. Yes. Get involved. Do not, please, do not miss this opportunity. They are doing a major push in our community so we can quit complaining about, it's not me. I didn't get the chance. You can have the chance. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you well, so much, sir. Thank you for having us. I know we've been trying to get this connection yes, for a yes, while, sir. and I'm really honored to be here in these fabulous studios. I, uh, I love you, this, but, and the community, you I'm sure they you, love it. I mean, the work you put in, you, man, I've seen you, like, stand in the gap for parents, man, and and and, and, and speak like a father, an uncle, a brother. A, I've seen you go, you know, it hurts you like it hurts us. Yes. And people don't know that because we always paint a picture about what it is. But to have you here and the lieutenant here, sir, I don't know your but your capacity, but I know you got the chief back. But listen, <laughs> listen, I want everybody to know. I'm giving it back to you, TC. I'm not trying to step in on your great show. No, but gonna... this is awesome to have Chief Calvin Williams in WOVU requesting that you, the greatest listening audience in the world, take the opportunity, take the test. The lieutenant is making it so, I mean, the detective is making it so easy for you to take the test. Yes. And what he experienced 14 years ago is totally different than what you will experience today. Don't get caught up. They're looking for white people. Looking for black. They're looking for good people. Now you can be black, you can be white, you can be Asian, you can be whatever. They're looking for good people. Exactly. Thank you, Chief. I appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Thanks for having yeah, us. Thank you, uh, Jay. Um, Chief, your response. <laughs> uh, um, overwhelmed. Uh, yeah. Like I said, we've been trying to make this connection for a while now, and I'm glad we made it today. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we are here to recruit, you know, folks definitely folks in this neighborhood right you know i, I worked Believe right up the block five. here for a long time in mm -hmm. the fourth district uh you know it's kind of like my home away from home yeah. and uh you know i know this neighborhood i know the city and, and i know the folks in the city uh, if they step up to the challenge i know we can do some great things in the city yeah absolutely and so you mentioned you work chief where did you grow up I grew up in Glenville, in actually. Glenville. Yes. Okay. And, you know, how important was it for you growing up uh, seeing police officers 
that looked like you and members of your family, people you went to school with, you know, how did that have an impact on you? Was the force as diverse as it maybe should have been or is trying to be now? You know, in in Glenville, um, you could probably see uh, a lot more diversity in the police force uh, than you probably saw in other parts of the city. Uh, But our experience, you know, my experience growing up, which was you know, a long time ago, yeah. uh, was uh, a positive experience with police officers. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, you know, even though I had a positive experience with police officers, you know, I was one of those folks that never really thought about being a police officer. I wanted to be something else. And then as, you know, the saying goes, you know, things happen in your life and then all of a sudden you're doing something you never thought you would uh, ever yeah. want to do. Yeah. And so any of you in our listening audience, you think you uh, maybe what you're hearing here or things that have been going on in the news, maybe you feel like you want to uh, contribute in a positive way to uh, somehow through your presence on the police force addressing some of the uh, challenges, you know, that we are facing, that we continue to face in our society. Um, Let's take a short break. Uh, We are here with Chief of Police Calvin Williams, uh, Cleveland Chief of Police, Cleveland Safety Director Carrie D. Howard. We'll hear more from him after the break. And also Detective Felton Collier. And so you are tuned in to our voices today. Remember, if you have any questions or comments for our guests, send me a text to the talkback line 216-200-7848, And uh, I will read it right over the air. This is our voices today. You're listening to WOVU 95.9 FM. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Our Voices Today on WOVU 95.9 FM. I am your host, T.C. Lewis, with us today talking about the importance of, you know, being a police officer, what it's all about. You know, there's a recruitment uh, season. We are in season for new police officers uh, with the Cleveland Division of Police. So here talking about that is none other than the chief himself, Calvin Williams. Uh, Detective Felton Collier, uh, he is leading the recruitment effort, and Safety Director Carrie D. Howard. Um, Director Howard, maybe there aren't a lot of people who are um, exactly familiar with your role uh, with the city of Cleveland. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Uh, I'm the Director of Public Safety. Uh, so I, um, I oversee the divisions of police, fire, emergency medical services, animal care and control. I work very closely with the, uh, the chiefs of those divisions and the commissioner of EMS to uh, make sure that we provide quality service to the citizens of Cleveland. Yeah. And so, um, you know, give us your, um, I guess, thought process and why it's so important for people from this community to take advantage of this opportunity of, you know, applying for and possibly joining uh, the Cleveland Division of Police. I'll tell you, Jay kind of hit the nail on the head. This is a clarion call for people from the community to join 
the division of police to, to help contribute to the service of the community. Uh, he touched on Chief Williams' passion for the community and his standing in for parents at times and how the chief feels, you know, the pain of what, what happens in the city. I think that's very important for the citizens of Cleveland to know that you have people who care about not just the city, but for the people that comprise it. And we're asking you to come join the team to help make the city safer and to have a division of police that does reflect the community it serves. Yeah, so making the city safer, what does that actually mean for a police officer? You know, I think that what, what so I can tell you what it means. Uh, and I'll let Chief and, and Detective Collier chime in as well. But it's not just answering the call when people call 911. I think that it's it's also, you know, uh, engaging with citizens, developing that trust, that that handshaking, that that, uh, hey, how are you doing? You know, just that person to person interaction between the, you know, the, the person who's here to serve and the citizens that they that they uh, watch over. Yeah, trust. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought that word up um, because that's what a lot of us are lacking, you know, at this point in time. Trust in the police, trust in authority, law enforcement especially. Um, Chief Williams, why should we trust the police? And how does this recruitment effort kind of like address building that back? I think it's a key word in, all, in everything that we do, to be honest. And why you should trust the police? Uh, because the police are here to help you, uh, here to help this community uh, in your worst times, uh, even in your best times. I mean, we've, uh, of course, been on scenes that are tragic and horrific, and we've been to birthday parties and graduations and things like that, too, uh, for people in this community. Uh, why you should trust the police, uh, because that's what we're here for. And I know that um, currently in this country, not just here in the city of Cleveland, but there is a distrust for law enforcement and, and what happens out there. And, and a lot of that is based on the actions of a few police officers that have basically stepped on that trust for people in the community. And we're here to say that that's not all policemen. Uh, that's not the entire system. And, you know, the, the best way to see what's going on, the best way to change that system is from within, uh, from your presence and being out there and doing the right thing and treating people properly and respectfully. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, as a chief, that's all I ask of my officers, professional and respectful service for the people in this community. You mentioned um, during one of the breaks the phrase addition by subtraction uh, in terms of uh, the police force. Can you talk about what that means? Well, for me, that means, uh, you know, a lot of folks in minority communities across this country basically kind of say, no, I don't want anything to do with being a police officer. Uh, well, if our minority folks, based on what's happening around the country, take that attitude, then who's left to fill that void? You know, there's only a, a, a few groups that actually participate in law enforcement. So if minorities say we don't want anything to do with it because of the things they've seen happen, uh, things that are out of line, then you leave other people to fill that void. And then, you know, our numbers never increase uh, to have a diverse police agency in the city. What are some of the barriers, um, I guess, within the division of police that may be keeping um, or giving, you know, that may be preventing 
those of color from applying more and more often? And is the department doing anything to address that? Well, um, I think the main barrier is perception. And that's why we're here today to actually talk about what it means to be a police officer and 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 really, you know, ask people to give it a chance. Uh, I was a person that never, ever thought about being a police officer as a kid and a young man growing up here in the city all my life. Never, never crossed my mind until I was 21 years old. And a friend of mine actually challenged me, hey, they're giving a test. Let's take it. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. I don't want to be a police officer. You know, I want to be an attorney. You know, I want to go to college, things like that. We were actually in college at the time. And he challenged me, come on, let's take the test. And after a while, he broke me down. I signed up for the test. I took the test. I get that call, hey, come for this other testing and evaluation and physical exam. Okay, I'll go through this stuff, but I still want to be an attorney. And then, you know, that day comes when you get that letter from the safety director saying, you know, come to the police academy on Monday, and I had to make a choice. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I said, all right, I'll try it. And the rest, as they say, is history. I tried it, and I loved it from that day on, and that was 35 years ago. Yeah. What what was it that what was the hook for you what did you really love about it? it you know for me it was really seeing that you know you can make a difference uh that you do have uh it's almost like you do have the power uh being a single police officer to really shape how a community feels about police mm-hmm. and to really make a difference in how people interact with each other you have uh, you know the power to save people <laughs> sometimes from themselves uh, i've had a lot of people that have arrested that I see later on that said, you know, I'm glad you did that because I was at a place where I was really going downhill fast and I probably would have ended up dead had you not did what you did that night and took me off the streets. You know, I've had a lot of people that say, you gave me a break and that changed my life. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't arrest me. You gave me a break. You gave me the benefit of the doubt and that changed my life and I turned myself around. I'm working now. I got my family back together, you know, things like that, um, that I can see going into policing early on and definitely saw during my career that said, this is the place I need to be. And again, the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah. Um, uh, so there are so many instances throughout history, but of course throughout 2020 and now 2021 where, you know, people have seen the ugly side uh, of law enforcement how do you suggest that we balance, you know, our emotion over finding out, knowing about, experiencing these things, not just across the country, but right here in the city, um, with the fact or, you know, that it's not all police officers that, you know, commits these or you know acts and engages in these behaviors how do we really as a community kind of keep that in mind but not feel like we're letting police officers off the hook uh yes i'll, I'll kind of comment real quick and i know the director he and i talk about this a lot so okay. i know he has something mm-hmm. to say about this uh you kind of touched on it in the beginning emotions and emotions are um I don't want to say easy, but emotions are things that kind of just come, you know, uh, it it comes to you, you react to it. um, But at a certain point in time, you know, we have to be thinking individuals, we have to, you know, think about the things we're doing and think 
think about the things that are happening and, and really kind of see through a lot of what's going on out there, a lot of the emotional part of it, and say, okay, I'm hurt, I'm upset, but what do I do about it? That's going to make it change so I don't feel this way, you know, six months from now, a year from now. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that I think uh, we need to push for our folks. You know, I for a long time I coached uh, youth football. Uh, I coached the Sims Raiders, and we played a lot of teams around the city in Muni Football League. And, you know, 10, 12, 13, 14-year-olds are emotional. And we had to – we actually, you have to teach your kids – Emotion is fine, but you have to direct it the right way to get something positive done. To win that game, you can be emotional, you can be hype, but you have to direct that in the right way to actually accomplish something. And I think that's what we're at right now in this time and period in history. We have to direct those emotions to something that's actually going to achieve something positive to make sure we get past this. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Chief, uh, Chief brings up a good point. And, you know, we need people to do this you know if, if if people are watching things that are happening on the news and they're saying you know why did they do that they should do this well be part of the team mm -hmm. right we've seen situations where we've seen officers stand by while something uh you know an excessive force had happened and we wondered why that officer didn't intervene right what we're asking for and what we're what we're doing here today is we're saying join the team so that you can be that person who when you're needed you can have it. You can have. Uh, you can intervene, mm -hmm. right? That you can be an example uh, to your community. Mm -hmm. This. This is again. I love that clarion call for. Come on, put on the uniform. Be part of the change, and and join us because we cannot engage with evolving the the the, the you know what what is the police force into what we all want and what we all need it to be we need people like the listeners here to apply and i just want to just touch on that the application period is from april 23rd to may 16th right we have we have an announcement out that's your window to get the application in and uh and and apply and join this team the testing dates is may 3rd to june 1st mm -hmm. if you're on the bench about it apply yeah. and then have your application, and that way, when the application closes, if you don't want to do it, you don't want you, you don't need to do it. But your application is in. Where do we go to apply? Governmentjobs.com. dot mm -hmm. uh, forward was it was it Felton? It's www.governmentjobs.com okay. forward slash careers forward slash Cleveland. <clears throat> www.government jobs.com forward slash careers forward slash Cleveland. That's correct. A excellent. So uh, Will will uh, say that for you again. Governmentjobs.com slash careers slash Cleveland. That is where you will go to uh, put in your application to become a member of the possibly of the Cleveland uh, Division of Police. You are listening to Our Voices Today. I'm T.C. Lewis. With us is Detective Felton Collier uh, leading the charge uh, for police recruitment for the Cleveland Division of Police. We have uh, Cleveland Safety Director Carrie D. Howard and uh, Chief of Police Calvin 
Williams. Stay tuned more with them in our last segment of Our Voices today. On this day, you are listening to WOVU 95.9 FM. You still have time to get in a comment or question. Text me at the talkback line 216-200-7848. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Our Voices Today. I'm T.C. Lewis. You're on listening to us on WOVU 95.9 FM uh, on the mobile app. You can get it from the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Download it to everything. You can download anything, too. You want to make sure you have that. And uh, check out our website, wovu.org. We are talking about recruiting for the cleveland division of police we need good people to go ahead and apply application window is open uh, until early may uh, just you need to be between 21 and 39 and a half years old uh, be free of any felonies have your driver's license your high school diploma or a ged um, you know, this is a great opportunity like Chief Williams and uh, Safety Director Carrie Howard uh, have said, you know, this is a chance for to be in that category of they to be one of those people that is out uh, and, and working towards a positive change. This is a great place to start um i know uh detective collier you wanted to make sure that we had um some other key information about the phone number that people can call and um you know uh, the support that we have through this application process just so people are aware anytime during the process they can contact the public safety recruitment team with any questions they have whether it's through the application testing the background process any point in this entire process they can give us a call and our phone number is 216-623-5233 and again they can just reach out and any one of the recruiters in the office will help them out anywhere in the process Um, especially with the application process Sometimes people have problems uploading documents because there are documents that you have to upload to your application in order for your application to be approved. If they have trouble with that, give us a call. You can come; They can come down to our office. We will help them out. Or if we can meet them somewhere, we've gone out to some of the public libraries out in the city of Cleveland and met up with people and helped them get their applications put in, documents uploaded, and things like that. So um, at any point and any time in the process, if they have trouble, they can always give us a call. And again, our number is 216 216- Six two three five two three three. Also, with the testing, I know we talked about the testing earlier. There, they do receive a practice test or two practice tests actually. So, when you sign up and you complete your application, they will receive information in order to take two practice tests. We advise everybody, especially if they've never taken the test before, to take the practice test twice so that they have an understanding of what type of test it is they're going to take when they're going to take the test. Okay, so uh, when you said uploading documents and things my heart jumped because i'm like oh that sounds overwhelming (laughs) uh but you are assuring us that you know there is a whole 
a crew of people dedicated to, you know, wrapping their arms around applicants, walking them through the process, making sure they have all their ducks in a row, right? That is correct, because you have to, uh, so just to give them a, a little heads up, you have to upload a copy of your high school diploma or your GED, or and then you have to upload a copy of your driver's license or your state ID to your application. Okay. Um, some people who may not be, you know, uh, that technically sound, right. they might have issues. So we assist them with getting that information uploaded to their application. What about in even getting the information? Like, what if I don't have my high school diploma laying around? Can will y'all help me find it? Well, we will assist you in di- pointing them in the correct direction. I mean, maybe not direction. going through my right. house and tearing out, you know, all the closets <laughs> and opening boxes, but yeah, right. where we can. Yeah. Right, we will point you in the right direction to get you a copy of your high school diploma or even your transcripts because they can use a copy of their transcripts as well. Or they can even actually receive a letter from their board of education stating that they graduated from that high school. So we will point them in the right direction to get the necessary information to get the application turned in. Yeah, and so uh, we're going to governmentjobs.com forward slash careers Mm -hmm. forward slash Cleveland so this is a government job one of those when I was growing up you know government job was those good jobs right so uh, let's talk a little bit you know about um, as much as we can about pay and benefits like that part of this opportunity because that's what people think about as well right chief oh yeah definitely So the uh, starting pay when they start the academy is at $15 an hour. And that is their starting pay for the first 22 weeks of the academy. Um, After week 22 of the academy, it then goes up to 26 and some change. I forget the change off the top of my head, but it goes with $26 and some change. And that'll be their starting salary. And that comes out to around almost $55,000 for their first year. And then from there, we have a step, um, step increase in pay from there. Okay. But that's where they'll start at. So you start at one rate, and then shortly thereafter, you get like this huge raise, and then uh, you know, I'm sure there's health care. Correct. And yes, day one of the academy, they 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 start with uh, health insurance, dental insurance, eye insurance, all those different types of things are starting on day one of the academy. Okay. Right. I mean, so they could debt and their families. Oh, if they okay. have dependents. Yeah. Don't sleep on those benefits. Right. Right. Those, that <laughs> medical, dental. Don't sleep on those benefits. We mm-hmm. have some of the best benefits, uh, the best benefit package in the in the country. Wow. Through the city of Cleveland. Absolutely. Okay. Great to know. Great to know. So we have just a few more minutes. I want to um, kind of end by going back a little bit to uh, something you said, um, Chief Williams, about a police officer having that power right and a lot of times especially with all of the shootings going on we feel like disempowered um we can feel like there's nothing to be done you know uh i don't know if we say we want to feel like we give up or just don't know what to do um is this an opportunity for those who are feeling that way who really want to do something though right not just somebody who's upset you know i don't think you would encourage them to go ahead and sign up out of that emotion right but um you know is this an opportunity for the community to feel empowered in taking a position with an organization um that people feel like needs work 
Yes. Yeah. Well, it's an excellent opportunity, TC. I mean, if you think about it, you know, uh, when I got on the job again 35 years ago, I was actually assigned to the neighborhood that I grew up in. Okay. So I knew all the people. They knew me. You know, I knew who was who. I knew the good folks and the bad folks. And, and you know, to, to be able to have that as a police officer is invaluable. You know, to, for folks to, you know, to get a, a young man or a woman from Garden Valley to come back to Garden Valley as a police officer mm-hmm. and that trust factor that they have with that person, I mean, you can't buy that. Mm-hmm. And when I talked about power, you know, I, I meant, yes, police officers have a lot of power. And we've seen that. Uh, I mean, we've seen the destructive power of police officers or police officers, you know, last year caused this country to go into chaos for Mm -hmm. months. Mm -hmm. But we've also seen the great power of police officers doing good things that cause people to really kind of get on board and say, yeah, you know, that's a great thing. And and let's do that. So, you know, it's an excellent opportunity for people in the city. Uh, excellent opportunity to make sure that you're on the right end of that power and that you're doing the positive, powerful things in your community. So um, thank you for that, um, because it's a way to take back our power that we feel like we may have lost or lost hold of. Um, Chief of Police, uh, Chief of the Cleveland Division of Police, Calvin Williams, thank you for joining us cleveland safe director of safety carrie d howard thank you so much for joining us and detective felton collier uh 14 years young with the cleveland division (laughs) of police uh thank you um as well um uh, detective collier you're in the heart of it all right dealing with potential recruits and recruits themselves what's your um last you know big push and encouragement for people to take advantage of this opportunity and also well let's talk about before you do that you know um women on the police force right right. um should we sign up should i be thinking about this we need them yes (laughs) yes absolutely Yeah. yeah talk about why why do we need more women on the police force well women bring a different perspective uh to everything uh, usually a calmer perspective, uh, okay. especially in when all chaos and you know heck is breaking loose out there. Uh, you know we found that female officers um, do a great job for us. Um, they they understand. They had a better understanding to a certain degree than uh, a lot of their male counterparts. You know they understand families and children and all that dynamic and the stress that comes with that. So yeah, we are definitely definitely. Uh, looking for a huge uh, wave of female officers here in the next mm-hmm. few years. Yes. Yeah. I think something to touch on is, you know, some someone might be listening and thinking, you know, I can't, I don't have the time. You know, I'm, I have a family. I have a child. Well, we have women on the police force that have families, that have children, right? Mm-hmm. This is a way to help provide better while contributing to the community to make a safer community for your family and, and, and your children. So uh, I echo that. You know, we are we are looking for a huge influx. Yeah. And, um, oh, go ahead, uh, Detective. No, I was just going to say that also with that, you know, I've, I've, I've talked to some female candidates who said thought they were too small or, and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, and I tell them all the time I've had female partners who are five feet tall, under five feet tall on this job. So, you know, don't let their, you know, stature discourage them from applying either. Yeah, I mean, 
Do you, thinking of when you know being a police officer, you feel like you, as a woman, I'm speaking for myself, T.C. Lewis. I would think you have to be kind of um, just very tough-skinned and you know ready to roll around and tussle with the guys. You shaking your no, head, Chief. No, T.C. I mean that happens um, sometimes. Of course, you know f- physical force and things like that are part of life, uh, not just part of policing. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, we prepare our female. Uh, officers, just like we pre- prepare our male, male officers. Uh, you have to be ready for that kind of stuff, but that, that's a small part of what happens out here. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you know, usually our female officers are better at de-escalating, uh, the term we mm-hmm. use, mm-hmm. and getting people to calm down and basically talking people into being calm enough to arrest that person and or take care of that situation a lot mm-hmm. more so sometimes not all the time but sometimes in our male officers who want to you know be macho and you know all this kind of stuff uh so no don't don't let stature or the physical part of it discourage women from applying for this job tc yeah. is part of that diversity that the chief was talking about earlier mm-hmm. that that the division needs that you know male female race mm-hmm. gender sexual orientation that diversity within the division helps serve a diverse community Okay. And you mentioned just in our few minutes, you just mentioned um, sexual orientation, you know, the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, What's the uh, divisions or the Department of Safety's like stance on um, um, uh, trans individuals, transgender individuals uh, joining the force? DC, we have some on the job right now. Okay. Join. Have, yes, us. yeah. We're we're asking for everybody to join. I mean, we right. we we dealt with this a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. actually. And you know, those members go out and they do their jobs just like everybody else. So mm-hmm. we're welcoming everybody that wants to put on this uniform. That's yeah. right. So it doesn't matter, uh, as Jay Williams said, they're looking for good people. Doesn't matter where you come from, what you look exactly. like. If you are community minded and you meet the requirements, you know, put in an application, you know, what's the worst that could happen? You'd be accepted. And then what's the worst that could happen? You'll be in the position Chief Williams was in uh, way back when. Do I yes. take the red pill or blue pill? <laughs> uh, yes, so, hopefully. Yeah. So thank you uh, so much to all of you for joining us again. Our guest today, uh, our chief of police, Cleveland chief of police, Calvin Williams, Cleveland director of safety, Carrie D. Howard and Cleveland uh, detective Felton. Collier, remember, you can apply to become an officer, become a candidate for the Cleveland Division of Police by visiting governmentjobs.com forward slash careers forward slash Cleveland. And there are great people um, uh, working with uh, Detective Felton to uh, assist you. That phone number for, um, please remind me the name of the office. It is the uh, City of Cleveland's Public Safety Recruitment Team, and our phone number again is 216-623-5233. Excellent. 216-623-5223. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. You never know. You could change your life and help change the lives of all of us, you know, living uh, here and working here, worshiping here in the city of Cleveland. Go ahead. And TC, if I can just leave uh, the folks with one uh, comment here. Uh, this isn't just a job or a career. This is a, a chance for folks in this city to shape what this city is going to be like for the next 25 years. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. I mean, the folks that came on with me, a lot of those folks are gone or leaving. Mm-hmm. This is a chance for the people in our community to really shape what this city is going to be like. I mean, really shape what it's going to be like for the next 25 years. Wow. Thank you for making that wonderful point. Uh, and so with that, we will wrap it up. You have been listening to Our Voices Today on WOVU 95.9 FM. Uh, remember, drink some clean water, eat some healthy food so you can get some good rest and think those positive thoughts and think about even applying to be a police officer. So again, governmentjobs.com slash careers slash Cleveland. Uh, have a great day.